You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. Democrats were shuddering privately just right. a few days ago about how big the margin was going to be. Republicans were predicting a red wave, but they may end up with the same slim majority Democrats have had for the last two years. We are going to take the House back. But we've got so much more to do, and I have only begun to fight. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve. Well, folks, welcome. It's the time of the year you've waited for all year, which That's is right. the third annual Ruthless Thanksgiving Spectacular. I love how this has become this like tradition and that <laughs> our listeners absolutely love it. And, and, and for us, we realize, you know, the folks want hot fire, so we bring hot fire. Oh, That's important. what we do. Well, yeah, for our new listeners, uh, this episode is very important for getting you in the right mindset on Thanksgiving where yep. you're going to be with family that perhaps disagrees with your political opinions. Yep. Yeah, you don't have a lot of opportunity in today's life to sort of interact with all kinds of different ideologies or whatever, but on family Thanksgivings and get-togethers, like you're going to come into contact with that. What's important is it's not about avoiding it. No, no. It's not about enjoying yourself. No. It's an act of dominance. Exactly. You're, you're there to make a point. Okay, like that's what that's what Thanksgiving has become is it's it it used to be it used to be in the good old days before the libs really, really started pushing us. It used to be about family (laughs) gets together. We enjoy a meal. We talk about, you know, our things we have gratitude for. And then, you know, over the past like five years, libs turn it into their holiday of like, hey, here's how you're you're going to confront your like your Trump Trump supporting uncle. So if they want this, we tell you, you know. You know, uh, we will meet you on the battlefield happily. Yes. They stole our joy, yes. and now we're going to steal it back. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> so you hear a lot of guidance. You see this in the mainstream news publications all the time, and like all of the pseudo psychologist columns and whatnot about avoiding politics at the dinner table. Right. Bullshit. Nope. Yeah. Nope. nope. You're going to nope. eject politics every chance you get. Yep. And no. and you have to set the theater for the conflict. Like you do not wait for your like you know, lib cousin to be like, oh, wow, well, I can't believe Elon is letting Trump back on Twitter. You know, you have to set the pace. That's right. You have to begin. That's right. When they walk into your home, they know, okay, I'm on a battlefield. This is not about a meal. (laughs) No, This is about survival. In in fact, to that point, Smug, I think you should get a monitor, the largest TV in your home, and mount it in the dining room and just open it up to Donald Trump's Twitter feed. And just wait for it. Have it hanging like a sword of Damocles over the entire day. He's going to tweet. Any minute now, he might tweet. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's a really smart suggestion. I hadn't thought about that, but I think you're right. I think it'd be great. It's a, there's a level of anxiety that comes along huge, with it. Huge anxiety. It puts you on offense. Right. Right? You got to think about a bunch of topics, too, and get, formulate your thoughts, right? It's not enough to just go in and like argue about inflation or whatever. Yeah. I mean... Like transgender sports, you need a very specific take and you're going to drop that one or two, maybe three times throughout the dinner. Yeah. Right. You want to talk about all your theories about Paul Pelosi. No question about that. Get deep on it, too. Yeah. You, you know what I would do is, you you know, getting that screen on there is a brilliant idea. Uh, I, 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 as always, have set my notifications for any time President Trump tweets, but I would have the monitor set to like Liz of TikTok. 
<laughs> You'd be like, so this is what you're for, huh? This is it. This kind of disgusting shit that's what you're about? And have a navigation through it, yeah, right? Yeah. Ask what particular item you would with. 100%. Yeah, 100%. No, I, like, I like that a lot. So look, part of it is about setting the tone. The other part, like, this is very practical. You've got to prepare yourself because it, in and of itself, eating at Thanksgiving is also an act of dominance. 100%. No one can take that away from you. No. You have to eat more no. than anybody else, right? Right, right. I mean, I hope at this stage, you're listening to this, you've already gone through one day of of expanding like a chinese food or something expanding your yeah, stomach yeah, yep, yep yeah you got to be like joey chestnut yeah you got to work out that stomach and get ready for thanksgiving you got to expand it starve it yeah and then get it ready oh it, yeah it's like you see you, those like nature videos of like in africa it's like okay when, when there's a kill you know the lion you know he rolls up and he just you know eats it up makes a mess of it and then when he's done he leaves and everyone else has to like deal with the mess right so like you have to be the lion of the table. Yeah. Make a mess, gorge, <laughs> and everyone else just is like left in the wake of your horror. Just keep <laughs> <laughs> of your horror. I think it, you know, it's probably a little late for this if you hadn't thought about it already, but I think one of the smart things, you know in your family who voted by mail. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yep. And if you're hosting Thanksgiving, a really good idea, just go to Safeway, buy a bunch of drumsticks. Stick that sucker in a FedEx box and send it several days ahead of time. Yeah, there right. you go. Yeah, yeah. They can bring it as the rules suggest. Yeah, they can totally. bring it on election or on uh, Thanksgiving if they'd like. Hundred percent. Right. But that's their meal. Right. It's it's in the box. Be like, you know what? You can eat as soon as California's done counting. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I had a couple of ideas, fellas, this year that I think are a nice tone setter. Okay. And like, look, this is a tough time for a lot of people. Yeah. There's a lot of people suffering out there. And you drive to any metropolitan area anywhere in this country, and you see a bunch of people who are very uh, suffering. Mm-hmm. Homelessness is outrageous. Right. Mm-hmm. If you live in California, it's just omnipresent, right? It's your turn to give back this year, you know? And, and you have to think about this sort of in a, in a way of... <sighs> things are okay for you, but you can really give back to people. And what you should do is drive downtown and find a couple of homeless men. Okay. Two, right? And specifically, I've got identities that I want you to, to follow through with here. You're going to pick up two of them. Okay. The first guy is the biggest dude you can find. Okay. Absolutely massive. A unit. Absolute unit. The biggest dude there. It's preferable if he cannot communicate in English. Okay. Right? Incommunicable is also like kind of a key piece of this. Okay. Big, also hugely key. The second guy is just sort of an average guy, 40 to 50. But you're going to take both of these guys and you're going to load them into your car Thanksgiving morning before the guests arrive. And you're going to bring them home and pay them a meaningful wage. And you have very simple responsibilities for these people, right? Very simple. The first guy, you're going to give him an NBA hoodie. Oh, he's John Fetterman. Oh, there you go. And then you're going to give him in some NBA shorts. Yeah. Right? And his only job the entire time is you walk around your house as your guests arrive. Any question that anyone has, where's the bathroom? Ask Fetterman. Yeah. There you go. Where's the, where? Can I have a, a another serving of mashed potatoes? Ask Fetterman. No, ask Fetterman. And see if Fetterman can give them what they need. Like, right. wait a minute. Like, I don't think this guy's fit to let me know where 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 the bathroom is. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but you're gonna pull in the Senate, aren't you, buddy? <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't get to piss because he has an auditory processing issue. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, like anything, you know, uh, is there a light on in here? Uh, Fetterman. Yeah. Like you don't ask, you don't answer a single question in your house. It's Fetterman's job this year. Nice, right? And you call him Fetterman. The second guy, 
when he comes into the house, you're going to give him a pair of tube socks and an aviator sunglasses, and that's it. Oh, God. That's all he can have. Oh, wow. Tube socks and aviator sunglasses. And he's the smartest guy I know, right? Is that who he is? <laughs> he's the smartest guy you know. Oh, man. Right? He only responds to Hunter. There you go. But his job is, you know, he can sit in the back room forever and, like, watch TV or whatever. But some point, three, four times during the meal, he needs to get up with his tube socks and aviators and do a slow stroll around the table, right? Inevitably, one of your libs will say, like, what the hell is this about? And at that point, you jump down their fucking throats. Yeah, 100%. Oh, now you got a problem with Hunter? Now now it's a problem, huh? Now you got a problem with Hunter? What's the problem now, you bastard? I'd hand them the keys to the libs' cars that are parked out there and be like, anything you find, you can keep. So then if they're like, well, where's Hunter? Exactly, buddy. (laughs) Now it matters, doesn't it? (laughs) Oh, now you've got the problem. Now now you want to know. Speaking of stealing, I, I have another wrinkle. Okay, sure. For for this year. If you do have a cousin or maybe like a niece or a nephew in college, right? They come in and uh, you steal their wallet. Immediately steal (laughs) their wallet. And you take that credit card and you fire up the Drizzly app and you order all the booze you possibly can. And the good stuff. The really good stuff. Be like, if Joe Joe Biden's making me pay for your college, you're going to pay for my booze. There you go. Dude, there it is. I love that. There it is. Steal their wallet. Just steal it. But this isn't right. That's not your money. Yeah. Oh, I really love to hear that. Now you're getting it. It is now, isn't it, buddy? Yeah, welcome to the world. Finally, and this is, you know, look, you're going to feel like this is a little over the top, but I think it illustrates a very important point that we're all dealing with. We all have these wonderful people in our family, a grandmother, a grandfather, somebody who has paid their dues to this family and then some. Yeah. Right? Just a wonderful human being. But, you know, aging is a tough process, and they're now no, no longer able, right? They, they show up at Thanksgiving. They're basically a potted plant. Oh, I know where this is going. Right? <laughs> they just do to... You're going to make sure that whoever that individual is in your family, they have 100% of the responsibility of preparing right. Thanksgiving dinner. There we go. They have to make all the decisions. <laughs> Zero. And if somebody... Like, we got an executive here. <laughs> if somebody comes in and, like, tries to provide grandma with some assistance... No. No, not happening. No, it's ageist as hell. Yeah. Excuse me, it's just a stutter. It is unbelievable that they would try to discriminate. This, nobody has more vitality than Grandpa. That's yeah, right. Seriously. I can't believe they would throw him under the bus like that. Yeah. I think that's perfect. Right? And so your entire dinner is going to be prepared by Grandma or Grandpa. Who You know, we'll see how it turns out. You know, Grandma's done such a good job. I think she should do it for four more years. <laughs> you know, what do you say, Grandma? <laughs> And the good news is they probably don't know any difference anyway, right? They'll right. feel like they're important, a big piece of it. I mean, as long as they're getting the salad at the beginning, they've pretty much had their Thanksgiving. Yeah, and you and you can play like a Ron Klain role, right? Where you're just basically defending grandma. Yeah, yeah anything and, they do is totally normal. <laughs> um, with a large, I don't know how you guys operate, but when you have a large crowd at Thanksgiving, I like a buffet style. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. okay. Like yeah. at least to get it started. Once you're at the table, then you can pass some things around. But everybody kind of like serves themselves. And in order to do that, you, you need to form some kind of a line, uh-huh. right? So as they get their plates and the silverware and the line, and everybody's sort of like hanging onto their things, um, you immediately just start jamming bottles of water into their face, right? Right? Because any line, if you don't have a bottle of water, it's inhumane. That's right. We've been taught. Oh, we've been taught. That's, that's what we've perfect. been taught. We've been taught this. And so the first person 
who declines your water offer as they have their hands full with their plate and everything else, you call him Bull Connor for the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's There's right. no bigot. What a racist. <laughs> but, you know, the other thing is about, like, traveling. I don't know what you're doing. Smug, are you traveling or are you hosting? I so I'm not hosting, but I am visiting family. You are visiting family. Absolutely. Are you going to encounter Libs? I will. So, so I have a, such a wonderful and interesting and, I think, telling dynamic, right? So uh, I, I think I've mentioned this even on the show a few times. So my mother... Uh, previously worked for Harry Reid. I know, I can't believe that. And Incredible. Now, and here's the thing, is then in 2015, before anyone I know, she supported Trump in the primary and is like a diehard Trump supporter. I mean, like, that's I, a real I could flip. Not be, I could, and that's the thing, is like, if you think about the issues that matter, like she's always believed you have to help the less fortunate and that this country works from like the bottom up, right? Yeah. And like the left has essentially just become like, you know, the corporate interest in this country. It's, sure. It's Hollywood and the, and the major corporations. So it completely makes sense that she has that. But like any time, like the, even our family, like group texts, whenever any, like, you know, both my sisters, you know, one's an Ivy leaguer, one works in New York city. Oh, you're going to have your hands full. Any, anytime they complain about a price or anything, I'm like, keep voting for Joe. And my mom is the first to be like, that's right. She's not. That's in right. Oh, that's, yeah. that's right. So you're going to have, you're going to have some assistance oh, oh, yeah. in driving oh, this shit home. hundred percent. hundred percent. Oh yeah. I love that. And I know you're <laughs> traveling, Duncan. Yeah. I'm going to Indy. You know, we're going to be at my brother's house. And you're not going to find a lot of libs there. I bet. No, I don't think so. Unless my brother has, uh, has some girlfriend there. I guess that could be a, that could be a wild card. We don't know. We'll see. I mean, is this an open question? Like there could be a random girlfriend Maybe. there. Really? Yeah. We've always appreciated the stories of, of Matt's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, I, we won't share them here in the program, but so you could be in for something. It's possible. But, you know, as I've learned from doing this episode, now this is our third. Yeah. Uh, you got to walk in and just have that swagger and establish dominance. No, no matter what. It's always toughest when it's a road game, folks. You know, when you are on the road for Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's a different. You're behind enemy lines. Yeah, well, but you, I mean, there's a couple of things you got to do beyond the, just the politics. When you walk in, you, you notice you go to that one family's house where they don't have football on. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care what the protocol is. You walk in, you turn the fucking music off, you get the football on, you turn the volume all the way up. I can't, I really can't imagine being one of those houses. Well, like, even worse for you, Holmes. I mean, what if you walk in and they got the World Cup on? Oh. What are you going to do? Oh, 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 oh. I mean, for me, I would love it. I'm a closet lib when it comes to soccer. Are you we all serious? know that. You really watch it? Oh, wait. Yeah. So there's a chance that you would actually watch soccer on Thanksgiving? No. Okay. Okay. Thank no, God. Come on. I mean, I was almost really offended. We all have. We all have a second there. We all have our limits. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. All right. But that's got to go on. We all agree. Right. I mean, that's just part of Thanksgiving. You're watching sports. You're drinking as much as you can possibly drink. Right. And you're ready to offend. Right. That's that's the whole point of it. So, but here's the thing. It, like one item. When you're going over to somebody's house for Thanksgiving, it's always like, oh, what can I bring? Don't give them that option, right? What you say is, I'll bring the wine. And this is kind of like a Rick Scott play. Oh. <laughs> so what you'll do is you'll go and you'll tell everyone that you're going to bring the wine. And you bring exactly one bottle. <laughs> now make it like a nice enough bottle where people, it's like expensive enough where people recognize that it's an expensive bottle of wine, mm -hmm. but no more than one bottle. Right. And if you have like 10 people, you're going to get through like three glasses and then you're going to set it down and it's empty and immediately start complaining that the host doesn't have enough for everybody. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. I know. I know. I know. I told everyone it was my job to bring the wine, but come on, man. It was, what's up with that? Yeah. Right. In this good economy. I mean, I can't I can't imagine why you wouldn't bring enough for everybody. It's outrageous. <laughs> no, I love that. You know, in fact, just 
bring the bottle and bring one glass with you? No, a silver bowl. It's got to be in a silver bowl. Yeah. It's a, it's a total Rick Scott play. When you can talk and you can talk amongst everybody about how generous you were. Yeah. yeah, bring yeah. I, I did my job, folks. <laughs> yeah. right. And I, it suggests next year you host. Right. Because you know how to treat everyone. I'll have I'll take 99% of the wine. You can have 1%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. An email split <laughs> joke. That's a split. Oh, I love that. I love it. The other thing that has occurred to me, because you know, you look at the way libs view the world, and I'm, I'm just deducing based on their activity of how they think, because honestly, it's irreconcilable it's with mystery. reality, yeah. right? I mean, so <clears throat> if you have a fat liberal, <laughs> and like, look, I, I mean, I, I don't always have a blind spot for the overweight, but in this segment, I think it probably works. If there's a fat liberal there that's kind of weight conscious about it, and they're like asking for salads or, or what have you. you. Tell them you got it. You got it for them, right? And then like every three minutes throughout the entire day, you bring them like the fattiest app that you've got. Yeah. Right? Just keep throwing it at them. Keep throwing it at them. And they're like, man, I'm, I'm really trying to, to, Watch, lose, yeah. to lose weight. And you're like, well, dude, it, it, this is the plan. It's called the Inflation Reduction Act. That's right. <laughs> Don't you understand? By having more, we'll have less. <laughs> yes. You got to get fatter to get thinner. <laughs> you got to get fatter to get thinner. I mean, I feel like this is all the right play because now at this point, all the libs have got to be offended in your home. 100%. Don't they? I mean, you can also have an auxiliary television set in addition that you throw on with the Trump tweets. Right. And the football. And then you can have like, I don't know, like OAN. Yeah. Or, or something like that. Absolutely. And I don't know if you want volume on that. I mean, how do you handle that, Smug? Well, so so... My main concern when I'm thinking about when you're in this environment is I'm going to talk about the elephant in the room. We didn't get a red tsunami, right? So you're going to probably end up with some lib who thinks they have shown up to spike the football. <laughs> and, 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 and one of the things I think that, that is going to ensure that you establish dominance is you got to make everyone feel like they're on like pins and needles. Like oh, it, yeah. could, it could go down at any moment. Um, that thing... Um, was it the, that you tenderize the meat with the the mallet? The oh mallet. yeah, yeah, sure. I keep that thing like I'll keep it right next to my dish, like my plate. Yeah, I got the mallet right there, <laughs> and people don't know when I'm going to go for it. Right? Yeah. Like, what's happening? It's like, is this going to be Judge Judy? Is this going to be violence? Now, so do I, you have intent? I mean, is there? Is that's it, the thing? Is like if nobody any, knows. If if any lib says anything about like, well, right. I guess we still got you know the 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 Senate or oh, what happened? I thought there was going to be a red tsunami. You, you, you let them know. You let them know. No, you keep like, them. Oh, you, 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 you want to harvest ballots? You're going to harvest mallets and just smash their plate, dude. Right there. But the suspense. Like, what happened? The suspense is key. Having the mallet, having the meat tenderizer there next to you and nobody knows. No, it hasn't been discussed. It's just sitting there next to you. In, in theater, they call this the Chekhov's gun. Oh, right? that's right. That is. That's right. Dude, oh. I am always stunned by like how much Duncan knows. Yeah. Dude. Uh, it's incredible. <laughs> you introduce- the Chekhov's gun. And, and I've the, learned something And here. the key is if you introduce the gun at some point, it you got to pull the trigger. It will be used. It will be used. <laughs> Same thing as the mallet. Yeah. yeah. And, and the tension of that entire meal as a result of having it there will be delicious. Which is your whole goal here. Right. It's not about, I mean, dominance is one thing, but like observed dominance, you know, people kind of go to their own thing. They'll check off into the into the back room and flip on some MSNBC and try to congregate together. Yeah. You don't want that. No. No. No, you no. want anxiety. Exactly. Heavy right. anxiety. It, it should, that's the thing is like you rule through fear. Yeah. I mean, like as all good leaders do. Nowhere to hide. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, my move there, back to Smug's earlier point about like eating as quickly and as much as possible. Yeah. Eat till you're pretty much sick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, so, like, in fact, if you get sick, better. Come right. back to the table. Yep. Roman yeah, And then make time. sure you tell everybody what just happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you eat quickly enough and you eat as much as you possibly can, you're going to get a little tired. And that's good because what you want to do is you want to pull the the pin on that grenade of just making the day as miserable as possible for everyone and then get to the first lazy boy you can find and take a huge long nap. Yep, totally. <laughs> just leave leave those problems in the other room for everyone else to deal with. And you get a nice little bit of R&R. And then also plan something later in the afternoon that everybody has that like you're going to play uh, charades yeah, or something, right? So they can't leave. They can't just eat and leave. Like no. if there's an expectation that they sit there and suffer for you a longer You got to spend period, family time. Longer period. What are you going to abandon the family? Yeah, yeah. Well, Hunter Biden's already been outside slashing their tires and stealing the radio. <laughs> well, not only that, but he's only wearing tube socks. That's right. <laughs> right? Tube socks and aviators. They're already offended by Hunter. And Lord knows Fetterman has not been much for the guy. That's right. Right? <laughs> right? So, like, they got they got a, a tough hand of cards at this point. You got to exercise that. Right. I love it. So, all right. So, tell me this, Duncan. If, and I don't believe this is going to happen, but if the the girlfriend that we don't know exists or not shows up and she's a total Karen. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I mean, she's got like a, she's going to the top with the Chardonnay and she's starting to tell you what she thinks about abortion. What do you, what, what's your move? Um, <laughs> you should see for, for a listening audience. This is why we need a video. Maybe you should have seen his face at the reaction of, it was almost like a, a panic. <laughs> I, I, I think this is one of those moments where I always recommend folks have a photo of our current Supreme Court in your wallet. You just pull it out and be like, scoreboard. Well, scoreboard. I, I mean, the, my worry, I think, is 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 appropriate. I mean, you've met my family. Yes. You've met my mother. Oh, yeah, no. My mom will not stand for that. Well, you're not going to be first one into the ring there. No. If that happens. No, if anything, I'm the one that's breaking up the fight. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm basically a referee at that point. My mom will be leading the charge. But don't you encourage the violence? Oh, absolutely. At that point? Yeah. Right? You, like most people's, their natural reaction in a family gathering is to be to try to like downplay, you know, you don't want to make everybody uncomfortable. No, that's the point of Thanksgiving is you make them uncomfortable. That's the thing is we've gotten, you know, the, the thing is that, yes, for Thanksgiving, it is a holiday which should be about gratitude and spending time with family. And I think this is the thing is that like all of this leads back to exactly that is because this is the greatest country on earth. You know, you celebrate Thanksgiving of, of having gratitude for what we have, especially what you have as family, for the pilgrims who helped build this country. That's what it's about. And so, like, the, the, the attempt from the left to try to kind of, like, co-op this holiday and make it about, like, oh, my God, you're like a, a conquistador or something if you celebrate Thanksgiving. You can't seed the ground. That's what this holiday is about. Taking That's it back. That's why it's important to have the manual have the playbook. This is this year's Thanksgiving Spectacular, our third annual. I hope you've enjoyed it. So, until next time, Minions. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time with your family and established dominance. We'll see you on Tuesday. Stay ruthless. <laughs> <laughs>